every corner of the digital universe. You can't instant link to the internet. And Stradi Naylor E3 video phone. Technology called I smell. Smelling mold and mildew and animals. Man, I got to smell a swamp today. Welcome to Water Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm Kevin. I'm John. And today's topic, I'm honestly surprised you didn't pick it. Okay. Today's topic is Napster. Okay. The peer-to-peer MP3 file sharing software and media player. Thought about doing it. Never did. Well, too bad. I guess I do it. Wouldn't it have been hilarious if... If we both did it? Yeah. Ah, uh, shame. Oh, well. Can't be helped. So you're familiar with peer-to-peer networks, right, John? Yep. Do you want to explain it for people that might not know? Right. So, let's say you want to download a totally legit copy of a movie that you definitely own. But I actually do own it. That's what I said. (laughs) So, a peer-to-peer file sharing system sends files between computers of regular users instead of just one central server so you download a file and then your computer helps distribute the file to everyone else who's trying to download the file and it spreads and becomes impossible to kill off pretty much pretty much impossible to kill off Mm -hmm. you become one in a network of computers sharing to each other Mm mm-hmm Yeah, it can be great, but it can potentially run into legal trouble. Yeah. Okay, on to the background. Well, like I said, only totally legit, you know. Yeah. Huh? Napster was first created in the middle of 1999, and it was created for Windows. Of course. However, it wasn't officially released until 2002 for whatever reason. That's interesting. Why? Hmm, okay. Mm Hmm. Anyway, two years before Napster's official release, a rival company called Maxter, with an exclamation point at the end. Wait, isn't that, isn't that like a printer company or something? No. Okay, go ahead. It's basically the same thing as Napster, but for Max. (laughs) Napster quickly bought the company out. Uh, okay, probably good idea. Due to the nature of Napster's design... It made it extremely easy to get your hands on an MP3 copy of your favorite song, even before the release date, in some cases. To make things even better, Napster was completely free. Right, so you would install it, and then all of your songs would be shared with everyone else, and Mm -hmm. you could share everyone else's songs. Okay. Picture this. You're in the year 2001, a couple years into Napster's beta phase. You're a broke college student, and you want a copy of I Disappear by Metallica. Okay. But it hasn't been released yet. Right. I want to know how unreleased stuff is. I'm getting there. Okay. All right. Plus, you don't have any money to spend because you're broke spending all your money on food. Right. So what do you do? Napster. Yep. You go on Napster and download it. It's completely free, so why not? After all, 26.4 million other people around the world do it, too. (laughs) Yep. Oh, and here's an interesting fact. Due to the huge popularity of Napster, peer-to-peer MP3 sharing eat up as much as, want to guess, percentage of college network traffic? 
well. Now remember, this is 2001. Yeah, so there was the Fortnite incident where what was Fortnite was eating like 60% of a college's... No. Mm-hmm. One, one dorm building's bandwidth? So it was eating like 90% of oh, ba- not- a single building's bandwidth or okay. something like that. All right. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So based off of that, I'm going to say it's like... I'm going to say it's 70%. 61. Ah! Close. Yeah, and as a result of that high amount of network peer-to-peer traffic, many colleges blocked it. Yeah. Colleges have a habit of blocking. Yeah, and they learn to this day to block peer-to-peer networking. Another reason you should get a VPN. (laughs) Check out our link in the description (laughs) below to sign up with Winscribe VPN. While some people felt that Napster was killing music sales since people were less likely to actually buy the song, others believed it helped grow the music industry instead of stunt it. For example, Radiohead's album Kid A was released to Napster three months before its release. When it was officially released, it hit the number one spot on the Billboard 200 sales chart. Well, that's not bad. That's pretty good. The number one song? Yeah. For sales. Yeah? Yeah. This was amazing for Radiohead because their songs never even hit the top 20 before. (laughs) Some other artists that supported Napster were Chuck D and DJ Zella. Who are these people? I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) So, you probably know that peer-to-peer stuff can get in murky waters legally, right, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because technically sharing the file is copying the file and there's a little thing called copyright that doesn't really agree with that yeah there was plenty of lawsuits the first one was with the song i disappeared by metallica they didn't know the song was leaked before it was released until they realized that several radio stations were playing it across the whole United States. Oh, no. Before it's officially released. Oh, that's... Yeah. Okay, there's a lot wrong there. Because, I don't know a lot about this, but I believe the band or the studio that produced the music should be getting royalties off of the radio plays and if it's being played before it's even been released then how on earth are they paying to play it so they're not good point yeah Upon further digging, Metallica found all of their studio songs on Napster as well, and asked the company to remove them. Napster said no. And also they couldn't, really. Yeah, they couldn't. So Metallica sued him in 2000. (laughs) Of course. Yeah, just sue everybody. A month later, Dr. Dre sued Napster with a similar situation. An interesting fact I found was the artist had a list of Napster usernames that downloaded their songs. Ooh, that's a security issue. I hope people had enough common sense to not use anything to identify themselves, since most of them were downloading illegal copies of MP3s. Yeah, 
thankfully strength in numbers hopefully yeah the government no, will yeah, go no, out not go after cares. you yeah it's not worth their time yeah if you just all a few songs worth like four bucks they're not gonna really bother yeah but Napster running it oh they're gonna bother yeah exactly that's who they that's who they care about they don't care the FBI or whoever does not care that you downloaded a song. They care about the company that made it possible for you mm-hmm. to download that song, along with millions of other people. And that's why A&M Records and several other recording companies sued Napster for copyright infringement under the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act, or DCMA. Uh-huh. Here are some charges Napster face. Oh, boy. Contributory infringement, precarious infringement, and for users directly violating plaintiffs' copyrights. All right. I don't fully understand all those charges, but basically, Napster's pretty much screwed at this point. Yep. They, of course, lost the case, but appealed for a second opinion. <laughs> oh. They got the same answer. Yep. Then the district court now demanded that Napster keep track of all activities on its network and restrict access to content not appropriate for the material's location. Just keeping track of network traffic is a daunting task, especially since the service was used worldwide by millions of people. Yeah. So, Napster couldn't comply with the district court's demands and shut down in 2001. How did they shut down? Like, how did they stop the software from functioning if it was peer-to-peer? Not entirely sure. They didn't really say. That's interesting. That means they had a kill switch or something. Or it mm. still had to communicate with their servers to work. Somehow. Probably to connect to a Napster server, I think, and then it can do peer-to-peer, maybe? Then that wouldn't... Hmm. Not well, entirely sure. Maybe I mean, the Napster well, server keeps a database of what user has what file, and then mm-hmm. connects you to another user who has the file that you're trying to get. Yeah, I was just about to say they have to keep track of the usernames. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, on to the damages. Right. Napster ended up paying music artists $26 million for the unauthorized use of their music, plus $10 million for future licensing royalties. <laughs> to pay for the fees, Napster decided to change their platform from free to a subscription which resulted in a lot of their users leaving. Exactly, as it always will. Shortly after, a German media company by the name of Bertelsmann wanted to acquire Napster for $85 million. But in 2002, an American bankruptcy judge blocked the sale and forced Napster to sell off all their assets since they filed for bankruptcy. Well, that went down in flames real quick. Now, this is where the story usually ends. But not in this case. So, after Napster went bankrupt, Roxio brought the right to Napster's brand and logos and rebranded their press play music service as Napster 2.0. Oh no. In 2008, Roxio was purchased by Best Buy for $121 million. How? Why? Okay. And then two companies merged. Today, you can find music provided by the Napster on iHeartRadio which is an app that lets you stream music and podcasts on demand. However, the Napster today is 
and almost in no way, shape, or form related to the original. So it's closer to Spotify. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Except it's on iHeartRadio and other similar apps. So it's not Spotify because it's not its own platform. Oh. Yeah. What? Okay. What is it even? What is it then? I mean, it kind of has its own platform. Okay. But they mainly distribute it with iHeartRadio and other apps. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hmm? Who ever thought that this was going to not run into problems? Like, mm-hmm. was their plan just like, let's just go for it and see how far we get before the FBI uh, Probably. comes knocking? Well, it wasn't the FBI that came knocking. It was record companies and artists. Well, record companies and artists, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is the FBI's job to deal with copyright infringement, so mm. you would expect the FBI to come knocking. That's interesting. What was the FBI doing? Like, didn't care? I don't know. Maybe they did covert operations and never got anywhere to actually take down Napster? Maybe? I don't know. Mm. But, yeah, the the people who are losing money and think they're losing money are the ones that are going to try to do something. The interesting thing, though, is, like you were saying before, if it's just promoting their music, Mm -hmm. basically, and then people buy it when it comes out... Yeah, that's why some artists actually supported it, because... As I mentioned before, there was a band that no, none of their songs ever hit the top 20. And then, wham, with the help of Napster, they're number one on the top 200. Yeah, yeah. In See, sales, not popularity. Yeah. Today, a lot of bands, almost all, post all of their brand new songs to YouTube mm-hmm. the day the album comes out. Mm-hmm. So people can go and listen to all of it for free on YouTube. You know, there's ads, of course. Mm-hmm. There's also ad blockers. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, you know, it's not like they're really making a lot off of that. They're just... They monetize their videos? Well, ad blockers. Yeah. Yes, but most people don't use ad blockers. Yes. Or if they do, they don't block YouTube ads. So they're still supporting their artists. Good for them. The hope is that they will pick up enough views to get on trending, and then once they're on trending, they'll pick up even more views. And mm-hmm. and, and then get up to top ten or whatever. Yeah, at at absolute worst, it's free publicity. Mm-hmm. Uh, at best, they're making money while promoting their new songs. Mm -hmm. So hypothetically, if you created music and uploaded it to you... And then I put a copyright strike on myself so no one else can do it. Right. Otherwise someone else is going to steal my work. Right. Oh, sorry, continue. I don't know where I was going with that. What? (laughs) Sounds like John's running out of steam. I ran out of steam. What? A long time ago. A long time ago. The galaxy far, far away. 
At 3 a.m., that's when I know this, dude. Uh, okay. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to tell to the audience? Uh, no. <laughs> okay, no. I guess that's it. It's shorter than normal, but... Hey, now you know what Napster is if you didn't know what it was before. Yeah. I hate outros. <laughs>